Hey girl, welcome back to the Hey Girl, it's AO podcast. This is your host, Cass B, and I also have a guest host on with me today, Jada Foster, who is a part of our AO team, and we absolutely love her, and we're going to start having her more on the podcast as the months go on. Um, we are so, so excited about our guest that we have today on the pod. We have one of our dear, dear friends, Madeline Hill. I've known her all throughout high school, been one of the biggest lights in my entire life, and today she's hopping on to kind of talk about anxiety. Anxiety, her call to missions, and everything that she's been busy with in college, in church, and just in her life in general. I'm so stoked to have her on the podcast and for y'all to hear the wisdom that comes out of this girl. Um, she has been one of my dearest and just sweetest friends all throughout my high school life, basically, and even now into college. So get ready. You better get a pen and paper because this girl can preach some wisdom, and let's get on into it. So let's go ahead and get straight into it. Um, I kind of already introduced Madeline in our little, in my little intro. Um, what do you even call that? Intro voice message, I guess you'd say. And I told them just how funny of a person you were and, you know, all the good things. Um, <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into like our biggest question that we ask everybody is who is God to you? You can either answer that like surface level or you can go deep into it or however you want to answer. Let's just dive into it. Yeah, so um, definitely hard question um, because God is just so much to me. So I guess I'll just go with like right now, who is God to me? Like who is God growing to be to me? And right now, like God is my resting place. Mm-hmm. Um, and for one of my, I applied to be a co-director for an event. And one of the questions was, how do you describe your relationship with God in one sentence? And I actually said, my relationship with God is like coming home on a Friday night, dropping my bags off and just resting in like the freedom to just be who I am and just like mm-hmm. rest, yeah. um, and just let my guard down. So, um, to me, God is just like a resting place, like, um, my refuge and my strength, like Psalm 46. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, that was so sweet. That makes me feel like good on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. You, it makes you feel like you, like, it's like everybody can relate to that. And that's how mm-hmm. everybody should feel about God, you know, that they can come to the Him with anything they have, any baggage, any, just anything at all. That's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like so many it. people... <laughs> I feel like so many people these days are like oh my gosh I have too much or God doesn't even have time to hear all my problems but it's like dude you're just like waiting right there like that's up to you like that's your mm-hmm. call you know yeah um, and especially like where I go to school like we have such like a busyness culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like that's just like especially the culture of America like is to be busy 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 right. busy like if you're not doing something you're not being fulfilled but like we're mm-hmm. not called to be that like we're not called to be busy like we're like jesus rested right like yeah like jesus rested so like um if we're wanting to emulate christ and look like christ like we need to rest and the only way we can grow more in like our relationship with the lord is to rest right Mm. that was good (laughs) (laughs) um okay so do you want to kind of like i don't know just go into your story deep parts surface level all the parts all the things just kind of hit on it everything under the sun (laughs) yeah um i'll try to share it in like five minutes or less so we can hit hit the majority of so we can get to what we're talking about today but yeah so my story is just like i grew up in a christian home my parents were super cool super awesome god-loving people um when I was in third grade I was really scared to go to hell so I was like okay I'm gonna do it and I gave over my life to Christ not really knowing what that meant and just you know just kind of went on with my life my freshman year of high school um you know going into high school and just like not being in the best environments like my anxiety spiked I got off my ADHD medication which helped with like you know feeling really overwhelmed and so I was just felt like I was really being like swallowed up in insecurity um I really hated my personality I hated who I was because like you know I got off my ADHD medication so going back crazy like not being able to focus being really impulsive like having to work on that and so I was just felt like I was just really being um swallowed up by the Mm -hmm. world and you know like I am always I was always super involved in church 
went to everything on Sunday, went to summer camp, went to everything on Wednesday. So like, you know, like I had always felt safe at church. Like I knew church was like a safe place for me because even with like my ADHD and like my downfalls, like those people still love me. And like the older people there, like also became like my second and third parents. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I was just feeling really like lost and just hurt um during freshman mm-hmm. year and just um like not in a good place at all and then we got to summer camp after that year and the first night the speaker was like what's keeping you from going all in for Jesus and I was like my anxiety <laughs> and so you know um just kind of thought about that the whole week and I tried to give over my anxiety to the Lord at see now a couple of my- months prior but you know held on to it mm-hmm. um and so uh, the night that we were supposed to be praying over the compassion kids, um, like for people to get to sponsor compassion mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. I had decided to sit and just like pray to the Lord and just give that burden over to him. And that's when I like, that was the first time I actually gave anything over to the wow. Lord. And I think mm-hmm. that's really when like my relationship with Jesus, like truly, truly started is when I was like, okay, we're going to do it. I'm going to jump in and we're going to give like I'm gonna give this all to you and like wow. that night like I stood up in front of my youth group and like shared what happened it's like nothing like something like something I wouldn't have done before yeah um and just like my relationship with like the Lord just kind of grew from there wow. um and I was I was like okay God like let's do that and then <laughs> um my sophomore year I started getting more involved like within the youth group I started like actually going to like the extra stuff like Sunday lunches with the youth group and just like mm. Um, going to like every single event that I possibly could and trying to get involved and mm-hmm. just fell in love with like what ministry looked like and so my junior mm-hmm. year got on to um, the student leadership team but of course started going through a rough patch again <laughs> and um, things were like not going the best with like my best friends I had been my best friend since like seventh grade um, but I didn't really know I did because the Lord was like hey, get away from them. And I was like, oh, I know, they're like my safe place. Um, and so <laughs> it might be like that. Um, but um, so I started like on the team, like wanting to like really serve myself and just comparing myself to like mm-hmm. the other girls like around me and guys around me like, oh, like I'm not doing good enough. So I have to be the best at serving. I have to be the best at this. Right. And then in May, um, like me and my friendships, like we fell apart, like they no longer became my best friends after a fight and that crushed me and then a week later we were on a plane going to Vermont for like a mission (laughs) yeah I was like are you kidding me and I like didn't want to hang out in the community room because Mm -hmm. I was like well like I don't have any friends here Mm -hmm. which is a total lie Mm -hmm. um I was like how are we supposed to like go evangelize to people um and then like I was sitting in my room and the Lord was like Madeline like you feel like you've lost everything but like I I'm here Um, and I think that was the first moment when like I had to sit down and be like when I feel like I've lost everything like I still have Jesus I'm like yeah my best friend Mm -hmm. and so that like revived my um, journey with the Lord and that Mm -hmm. whole summer I was like okay like let's go like let's grow in my faith like let's grow like let's go and so I was really Mm -hmm. excited super pumped and just like went like running after the Lord and running after him um, mm-hmm. and serving in ministry, not for me, but for like others and for Jesus and just mm-hmm. really working on that. Um, my senior year is where I got my call to do um, long-term missions. Whoop, whoop. Um, and there's so much more I could talk about with my journey with the Lord, but that's mm-hmm. just kind of like the basics. And mm-hmm. where I am right now is, you know, we're like at school <laughs> doing uh, Christian studies and business mm-hmm. and, you know, still sometimes get, deep insecurity still dealing with anxiety um dealing with the busyness of it all but um I'm still growing and learning and um yeah (laughs) that was crazy impactful I think it's so funny I don't think I've ever told you this but I remember the night that you stood up at summer camp and I think it was like sharing time or something and you shared like sharing time for those of you that don't know is like at night whenever you're like, oh my gosh, I had a huge um, revelation today with God or whatever. And I remember you standing up. I think you were at the, like the very front, I want to say, mm-hmm. by the wall. And I remember mm-hmm. you standing up and I was sitting all the way at the top. And I don't think I remember, I don't think we were friends at the time, but I remember you standing up and like I had remembered you throughout the week saying something about wanting to release anxiety like to other people and just watching you. And as soon as you stood up and you started talking, I was like, holy crap, like, she's so different. Like, there was some kind of, like, peace just running through you. And, like, I could just see the Holy Spirit through you. I was like, 
okay, summer camp isn't a joke. Because I want to say that was my first summer camp. And I was like, okay, these mm. people are either like insanely crazy or there's something <laughs> I'm missing <laughs> here. And then you stood up and you said that. And I was like, okay, I think it's, I think this is a me problem. Like, I think I'm the one missing <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, your story is crazy, crazy impactful. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, just shout out to the Holy Spirit for that. And I mean, just like summer camp. Yeah. So cool. Could also talk about that, um, especially within our youth group, but shoot, that almost made me cry a little bit, Cassidy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. I mean, just like shout out to the Holy Spirit for that one. Yeah. Um, kind of going off of that, talking about summer camp and the youth group and stuff, how important is it as teenagers or even as young adults to be in a youth group, to be in a college community, to go to summer camps, to go to events like that? Like, what is your biggest encouragement I can tell people that are maybe struggling with like the idea of going, toying with the idea? Maybe they're suffering with anxiety and they're scared to go. Um, what's kind of like your biggest encouragement or tips and tricks on that? Yeah, um, I think that youth groups and college ministries are so, so needed and young adult ministries like after mm-hmm. college. Yeah, um, like no matter who you are, you need that Christ centered mm-hmm. community where um, vulnerability is fostered. And it's just so, so important. Like um, coming into sophomore year, it was really hard because the organiz- organization I was in for freshmen, like I wasn't in anymore and I wasn't trained on how to do life without this organization. But who was there that I immediately hopped into was like my small group from the year before. And like, Mm -hmm. those are my closest friends now. Yeah. Um, And like, we're doing Mm -hmm. life together so hard. Um, So it's just like really important because like in your youth group, like you are, you get to meet like so many different people from different walks of life. And like the same with um, like a college ministry, Mm -hmm. but those people there, like you get to grow with them and you get to talk with them and learn with them. And it's a, it should be a safe place for you to, like, define your theology and define, um, like, you know, get to explore, okay, who is the God of, who is God of the Bible? Like, who is mm-hmm. Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, who is, like, what does God do? Like, what do I believe? I think that's so important because it needs to be a safe place for you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, these youth ministry events um, foster those safe places. And, of course, there can be issues with summer camps with, like, the music and whatever. But yeah. it's a really open, easy space for God to move. Yeah. Um, and the Holy Spirit can talk to you, like, whether or not, like, you're at a summer camp or not. But, like, you're there and you're ready at summer camp for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there and ready on a Sunday morning. You're there mm-hmm. and ready on a Wednesday night event. Like, the Holy Spirit wants to move and if you are going into the events of course you can you know you can the holy spirit can move outside of these events i'm not saying like the holy spirit only moves only talks to you (laughs) only with you inside (laughs) only in Um, the walls (laughs) (laughs) only in like um events but i'm saying like in those times in those small groups like you get to talk to them and they get to affirm you and that they get to encourage you they get to tell you the truth like yeah. Um, so I just think it's really important and then like if you're having anxiety about going like I all I can tell you is like you like you have to go you have mm-hmm. to force yourself to go mm-hmm. um like there's really like there's no special trick in the book um it's literally just like <laughs> talking to the Lord and like getting your butt there and going um yeah. like I don't care if the first time you go to a youth group or a college ministry event and you're just sitting there by yourself which you shouldn't <laughs> Um, yeah. but if you, de- if you decide to put yourself off on the side and like sit there, like, um, you are still like allowing yourself a little inch closer into the space of community and like mm-hmm. realizing like, no, this isn't scary at all. Like these people aren't going to judge me. These people aren't going to look down on me. They don't know my past. They think I'm like not a Christian because I have anxiety. Cause that's not the truth at all. Like they want to welcome you. They want to love you. They want to encourage you in your life and walk and do life with you. So mm-hmm. All that to say, youth ministry and college ministries and, like, any type of ministry that you're in is so, so, so important because the church is your community. Mm. Um, Like, the church is your community, and we are meant to walk in community with God and with one another. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like youth group and, like, Sunday mornings, Bible study with the youth, and then Wednesday nights, and like all the events in between. I feel like those were like my most look forward to events. Like, I didn't really look forward to anything else. Like, that mm-hmm. was like, you know, everybody else is off partying and stuff. Like, me, the party was like youth group. Yeah. Like, that was the main <laughs> thing that I was pumped for. <laughs> yeah. And just like getting to, like, I love, like, I look forward to Thursday night small groups with my small group 
yeah. every single night and something that we're really focusing on is fostering vulnerability with one another and like mm-hmm. like I mean like getting down like deep and dirty <laughs> vulnerability type of stuff <laughs> um it is yeah. just so beneficial because um you can't like there's something about verbalizing like what you're going through what you're struggling with that um like just does something different like within you especially with the holy spirit like saying it out loud gives like satan like a less of a grasp and that's something that like a friend had told me and i was like oh caitlin that's yeah. so good <laughs> um that's so like good to hear because you know like in romans we're, we're told to like confess with your mouth that jesus is lord so there's something obviously mm. so important about saying these things out loud like saying that jesus is lord out loud like proclaiming it yeah um, right. so like getting to verbalize like your struggles with like other people um is not only like giving like satan the less the less of a grasp but you are allowing yourself for like the lord to come in and work within you yeah that's good i feel like me personally struggling with anxiety it's like in my in my mind and like my mental health patterns and stuff i usually visualize things being so big like oh my gosh, I have a job interview tomorrow. And it looks huge and it feels huge in my brain. But as soon as I speak it out loud, I'm like, dude, it's just an interview. Like, it's just a person. It's just another person. Mm -hmm. They have struggles. They have mental health problems, most likely. Like, you know, probably 98% of America probably does just in their own different ways. And like normalizing those things, but also like you're saying, like speaking them out, like speaking them out in Jesus's name, speaking them out and like, and just verbalizing it makes them so small. And I heard that somewhere like on a anxiety podcast and I was like dang I need to start verbalizing like I talk a lot anyways but like talking these things out probably beneficial yeah (laughs) oh yeah and it like helps you like understand like what you're feeling like it's not just all jumbled up inside of you like once you start speaking it out loud like you can find the root (laughs) of it yeah Um, and then you know root it out specifically pray for it what does the word say about this specific problem because you know, like your basis should be the word of God. Um, yeah. Um, okay, let's kind of transition into talking a little bit more deeply about each kind of part of your testimony. First, we'll kind of hit anxiety because you kind of struggled with that before your call to missions. Um, what did you do? How did you overcome it? Um, even fast forwarding a little bit into a second part question, how do you balance anxiety today with college and everything, but also like, how would you define anxiety to somebody that maybe doesn't know it? Or how would you comfort somebody who is going through it right now? Yeah, so, um, okay, I'll start out with defining anxiety. Anxiety is just, um, so there's actually two different types of anxieties, um, Mm -hmm. especially when you look at the word. Um, So we hear a lot about just like, oh, like, don't worry, don't worry. Like, don't be anxious about anything. And that is going to be seen. Um, during the Sermon on the Mountain, Matthew 6, Jesus mm-hmm. says, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. And later on, he says, um, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What will I eat, or what will I drink, or what will I wear? Um, so I think we like to focus a lot on like the O oh, you of little faith don't be anxious about anything um when like if you sit back and like think about it like Jesus is saying like not to worry about like what you're gonna wear what you're gonna drink like how life is gonna go so I think that um which is different from mental health anxiety where there's a physical physiology um brain problems I don't know the technical (laughs) term neural problems (laughs) um You know, like the wiring is off in someone's brain and it becomes a mental illness. Like that is different from what Jesus is talking about. However, like we still can sit on like with the mental health, mental illness, like type of anxiety. Um, Mm -hmm. We can still, you know, like listen to Jesus about not being anxious. But Mm -hmm. um, basically like anxiety in a mental health stance would be just, um, it looks like an overwhelming sense of like fear and doubt and overthinking constantly every day in and out so it's like when you get that pit in your stomach like going mm-hmm. down a roller coaster mm-hmm. um or like when you get some bad news and you're like oh my gosh like I'm gonna freak out like it's that over like I can't find my shoe and I have work in five minutes <laughs> <laughs> big difference <laughs> yes but it's like an everyday type of thing mm-hmm. so um and then 
I think a lot of like what is hit on like what Jesus is saying about like do not be anxious about anything um would be more like hey like why are you worrying about what you are good like if you'll have clothes tomorrow if you're gonna have water tomorrow if you're gonna have food for tomorrow like I'm going to take care of that but I do think we can look on from both sides of anxiety therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself Mm. sufficient for the day is its own trouble um so kind of want to um move on to like how I don't know like I don't want to say like I overcame it because it was like really like the Lord overcame it for me so I think Mm -hmm. that I often my story is actually really different from a lot of people with anxiety because Mm -hmm. I personally had decided to hand my anxiety over to the Lord and then the Lord just took it and run with it, ran with it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it, it was just me having to like, force myself to step out um, into like doing like ministry and like doing these things and just being like, no matter I'm like, you're okay. Um, and just something I've learned is um, coming to the Lord first for things. Like I ran to people to be like, I'm feeling really anxious about this. And then like, they could just tell me as much as like I knew when, and then I would be anxious even more because I was like, oh my gosh, like I just overshared with them. Like they think I'm dumb. They think that I'm overreacting. Yeah. When I went to the Lord, it was like, Madeline, I'm here. Like I mm-hmm. have you, like you're with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like I said, like different from like how most people go the route of like overcoming anxiety and dealing with it and I still deal with it every single day it's just the more that I walk with Jesus the less anxious I become because I'm like okay like Jesus is here Jesus has got me and something like something that I read in a book for one of my ministry classes was the future influences the present Mm. because in the end like God wins like we know that like it is stated in revelation like heaven comes to earth Mm-hmm. new kingdom no more like no more fear no more like anxiety no more death no mm. more troubles no more cancer no more sickness mm-hmm. um like and in the end like that will happen like mm-hmm. it's for sure so like obviously like Jesus has already overcome the grave and God will overcome Satan in the end um so that actually is like something that really helped my anxiety even though it was just like a little thing yeah. little sentence from one of the books I was reading from my ministry class that had nothing really to do with the lesson that we were doing um, but it really stuck with me because like I can now sit back and remember hey the future influences the past in the end God wins so who cares if I get rejected today true um, who cares if I go out and like flip down the stairs and of course like I still don't want to be rejected I still fear going and sharing like Jesus with someone because mm. I don't want them to right. hate me yeah um but it's really just like me walking with Jesus, like walking, 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 like having to like sit back and like during this past week, like, you know, like my power was out. Um, or yeah, last week. Oh my goodness, that was last week. <laughs> my power was out and it was like five degrees outside and I was not in my house and I had saved my friends apart like stuff from their apartment while it was flooding and I was like, Oh my gosh, what if my pipes burst? And I was so worried about it. And in that midst of me worrying about it, I was like, Okay, I need to start praying. So I was like like worrying about it to God and the Lord is just like Madeline like what what is like in your apartment that you're holding on so tightly to like are you mm. really that materialistic right now yeah. and, I was like, <laughs> and so like I had to like, be like okay Madeline what you were having anxiety about doesn't matter yeah. like whatever happens happens um mm. So it's really just like an everyday like type of thing of being like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Like whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like remembering the goodness of the Lord. Like the Lord's not going to leave us. Jesus isn't going to leave us. Like Jesus already died and resurrected yeah. and ascended back into heaven. Like, and that same power that raised Jesus from the grave, like lives within us. Like the same power that Peter um, casted demons out. Like, you know, like we have that same power, like the power of the Holy Spirit lives within us as born again believers. So it's just like reminding myself of that, but that doesn't mean that my way of, or like my story of um, the Lord flipping my life around with anxiety has to be like someone else's story. Mm. Medicine helps and it's okay. Yes. (laughs) Therapists are good. Like I said earlier, like we are meant to live in community. And if that means you're going to a therapist, like, 
um, if it's a Christian therapist, like she, like she or he can like be your community Preach. where you can get everything yeah. out, you know, mm-hmm. and they're there to help you. And like, it's a mental illness problem. Like you're not having little faith. It's literally something in your brain. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, um, like medicine is okay. Like we are not told like we can't take medicine. Mm-hmm. I personally don't take medicine because I don't know if I'll have access to it in the future. And I'm also really stubborn. So I like to do things. <laughs> <at home. laughs> so I, that's why I don't want to take medicine because I'm just personally really stubborn, but like that to say, like I have so many friends that are on anxiety medication and mm. it has changed their life and they are still some of the strongest believers, like that I know. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was my tangent. What else did you ask me? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're good. No, you're good. That was right. good. You preach. Yeah, do it. Um, let's see. I think I just asked you about anxiety and um. Oh, what would you tell somebody that's struggling with it right now? That's like in the pits, in the valley of just possibly even just sitting with it and maybe they don't have access to medication. Maybe they don't mm-hmm. have access to therapy or whatever it is. Cause I know some of those can be really expensive. Yeah. Um, so what, I don't know, just what would you tell somebody that's just sitting in that Valley of just anxiety or um, being alone without community or without a church family? Yeah. Um, so first of all, you are not alone. <sighs> Second of all, you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, third of all, God has not left you. God has not listening to you. God is not not hurting with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I first of all, like I want you to know, like Jesus, like His heart hurts with you. And mm-hmm. um, I think one of the coolest things that um, obviously it's not explicitly stated in the Bible. Um, it might be in some of the letters that Paul wrote, but talking about like Jesus coming and suffering for us. Mm-hmm. But now Jesus suffers, like, with us. Like, he went through that human suffering. He exactly knows what it feels. Like, he was beaten, mocked, scorned, hated. You know, like, he suffered. Um, And throughout the whole entire Bible, we see God's heart for, like, the needy and the orphans and the poor. Like, constantly, constantly, constantly in Proverbs. um, Like, literally tells us to stand up for the poor and the orphans and the widowed. So, like throughout the whole entire Bible, God is like, you know, like we are reconciled. Mm -hmm. So God is like hurting with you. Like his heart hurts with you. Jesus has suffered on earth as a human. So he knows exactly what you're feeling. And, um, you know, when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees about like, Hey, when like you didn't feed me, you didn't have me, you didn't let me sleep on your mat when talking about um, the outcasts, like he was like, whatever you do to like the least of these you do to me. Mm -hmm. So, there we go. That's what I was trying to do. That pull. was I it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I couldn't remember it for a second. Um, but like that just shows like Jesus like hurts with us. Um, and he like loves you so, so much. So I want you and to encourage you to find a church community. Um, if your parents like don't want you anywhere near a Christian and they don't know that you're a Christian, um, I would encourage you to still like go and seek it out. Don't call it church. Um mm-hmm. But, like, especially as Christians, like, we're going to be persecuted, whether it be by your parents or not. Um, but, like, go and seek it out because um, we are, like, I feel like we're not meant to walk, just walk alone. And then Proverbs twelve fifteen, it says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad, which Ooh. is encouragement. That's reading the yeah. Bible, like, reading the good news of Jesus Christ. Like, that, like, Jesus' like, death and resurrection um, is so life-changing is so encouraging like um the fact that he is coming back again mm. um you know is like a good word that makes sh- that should be making you glad um so when you're sitting in this like depths of like anxiety like just remember like you have to reach out to the father you have to reach out to people around you you need to find a christ-centered community that Mm -hmm. is there to encourage you. But I want you really to remember too, most of all, like God is there, like run to the father, Mm -hmm. like run, like run. Like I want, like, it's so hard sometimes when like you're in those spaces to read your Bible. Like I literally have a note written down on my phone talking about how I feel like I'm having to pull myself by my tooth Mm -hmm. to even like read a passage of scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was like December, 2019. Um, 
but like just like read it I don't care if you don't get anything out of it in the first place Mm -hmm. but keep reading it because the Holy Spirit will transform you like ask God to start healing you if you don't have access to medication because I promise you like God is so powerful the Holy Spirit will heal you Mm. um like the Holy Spirit will transform your heart like obviously like I'm a walking testimony of that I don't take any medication like you know I just kind of like okay God we're gonna do this and it's gonna go um and of course like I had to start opening up to my Christ-centered community around me to like start figuring out their roots but to get yourself to the place to be able to go to people like run 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 to the father Mm -hmm. run to the father I think what you said earlier really resonated with me where it was like he came down and suffered for us and now he's suffering with us and I think just like mentally making that I don't know just that connection is like just sweet because it it in anxiety, it's just so lonely and it feels like you're so alone. And it's like, if I tell God what I'm going through, I'm afraid he's going to be scared just like me. And it's like, honey, if you could just see the bigger picture, if you could see the fact that he already came and suffered for those sins, for those thoughts that you're having right now, like, it's just so, like we were saying earlier, like once you verbalize that with community, they just shrink. Like they, like the fears and the anxiety that you're holding on to and gripping so tightly, like it's doing nothing but hurting you. And like holding that back from community is doing nothing but just stalling your healing process. So um, that just really, that was really good. You just preached that. Whole yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Kind of. Let's transition a little bit into your calling. You spoke a little bit on it um, in your testimony, kind of with missions and stuff, and kind of transition us into how you're tackling missions while still dealing with the occasional anxiety, and also just kind of migrate into your call for missions and how that came about and everything like that. We want to hear everything. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'll start with, like, my call to missions. Um, So from a very young age, I had been – very interested in like the way that people lived and kind of like what made them then Mm -hmm. um and as I grew it just kind of like I instantly like fell in love with God like I knew that there was something special about the church like I mentioned like it was my safe space Mm -hmm. um fell in love with God there was something about Jesus that I was just like ah like I want to tell you about Jesus (laughs) um and um of course like my whole call to missions will be on that blog post Mm -hmm. um so I'll make this like sweet and short check it um (laughs) but um really like I just like had always been interested in other people like what gave them hope what fueled them Mm -hmm. um that turned into a love of like service and like physically serving others and like meeting the needs of others and like turning into a passion for um human trafficking and poverty and like wanting to meet the needs in the world of like that um, and then um, just, like, want, desiring deeply to, like, share the gospel with people to, like, um, like I said, like, when I felt I had nothing, like, I had Jesus, um, like, that is still, like, true today, like, I literally have it tattooed on my arm, like, <laughs> the hope of Jesus Christ, like, in the Bible, mm-hmm. um, so, um, yeah, my senior year, we were sitting there, on a, like, a regular Sunday night, <laughs> and Pastor David asked something, and I wrote down, I went to do long-term missions, and I turned out they. I also didn't know what the term long-term missions was. By the way, <laughs> didn't know that was a thing. Um, and I turned to um, my mentor next to me, and I was like, "Haley," she's like, "Yeah, I've seen this in you in a long time." I was like, "Cool, Sweet. I don't know what that means." <laughs> um, so, which is actually really special because when you feel like the Lord's calling you to something, you want to get affirmed and right. in it. Um, so. Um, yeah, now I'm at school, um, majoring in something called transformational development. Like I said earlier, it's Christian studies and business, um, wanting to go into the long-term mission field. I specifically want to open up the fabric industry where like, that's a really big thing to slow down human trafficking within that area and, uh, make it a fair trade business as well. So the women and men that are coming in are sufficiently provided Ooh. for, and then leaving it with them, um, and moving on to whatever else the Lord has for me. Dude, that's so um, freaking so that's cool. What? Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. I hope that it's something that the Lord fulfills. Um, of course, you know, the Lord could be like, nah, I want you to do something else. Um, but this summer, I actually get to live as a short-term missionary in North Macedonia, whoop, whoop. in their capital city. Um, so that's going to be really cool exploring um, the calling that the Lord has placed on my heart. 
Um, but balancing, um, you know, like wanting to do missions with school and work in Jesus um, with anxiety, obviously it's kind of hard sometimes. Um, <laughs> coming in, like there's a lot of missionary kids here at mm-hmm, this school mm-hmm. um, to the point to where like we know PK is pastor kids. NK is like a normal term around here. <laughs> um, like literally I'm like, oh, you're I'm like, cool. And I'm like, wow, I'm like up to date on all this new lingo. Um, but um, like we have so many like NKs here. Mm-hmm. And um, and so like, and some of my closest friends are NKs. And so mm-hmm. definitely coming in, I was like, oh, I am not like her. Mm-hmm. Like she is so much like better with people than I am. She's so much nicer. Like, oh, look at her go. And like, you know, befriending everyone. And I'm like, oh, like, look at her. She's so much more knowledgeable than I am. She'll be so much she'll make so much a better missionary than I am and like oh like he is just so like with the people and Mm. like um really just like doubting myself and doubting like the calling that the Lord has put on me and I actually made a post about this last January Mm -hmm. so 2020 Mm -hmm. um just about like how I had to sit back and like be like no like the Lord wants me to like put this passion on Mm -hmm. my heart and specifically like wanting to meet people's like needs like physically emotionally and spiritually as best as I possibly can without you know arming their community (laughs) (laughs) um but like getting to meet these people where they are and like getting to meet the needs like the Lord has made me passionate about um and like you know like I should not even have the honor of getting to share the good news of Jesus Christ but I do Mm -hmm. and so does she and so does he and so does she um and so just having to step back and realize like a the lord has called me and will equip me for this b we're all missionaries like where our feet are um yeah like we're supposed to all be doing like missions like where we Mm -hmm. are at the moment Mm -hmm. so um having to like get back into real life and be like okay it's not all about me um so that was like and you know like i still struggle with like (gasps) like these people seem so much better about learning about other cultures and adapting to them than I do mm. which also the 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 enemy loves to put lies on our hearts that are absolutely the opposite of being true um so anyways so that was like one of my major battles of um freshman year I'll talk about balancing all of this like this year because I do work a lot more so yeah. I'm gonna sorry I'm just no dude you're good I'll just kind of go off with like, so to spend time with Jesus, I make sure to wake up in enough time to sit there with my breakfast. So I personally make coffee and eat breakfast every day. And I read my Bible um, in the morning while I eat and drink my coffee. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm reading through the book of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we, you don't always need to get uh, that happy feeling when you read the Bible. Ooh, ooh, preach. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, you know because a lot of Isaiah's just (laughs) cities being destroyed and stuff um but anyways I'm still like learning a lot and it's really cool to like see dots connect Mm -hmm. um but that's one way I maintain my relationship with Jesus is in the morning I read my bible Mm -hmm. while I'm getting ready for my day Mm -hmm. and then also like I do take theology classes but I need to make sure like I'm not just like taking in information but I need to apply it Mm -hmm. Um, into my life and so like I don't know I'm super excited about my theology class just because I am trying to um, foundationalize right. mm-hmm. what I'm reading in scri- scripture and like what I believe um, what scripture says mm-hmm. um, so um, like getting to do that listening I listen to a bunch of other podcasts about another like other theology podcasts mm-hmm. um I go to church like Sunday mornings, I go to church Wednesday nights, and I go to small groups Thursday nights, um, and that's how I maintain my community, and getting to hang out with those friends outside of school, um, outside of church, sorry, <laughs> at school, because I go to school, <laughs> but, um, you know, like, getting to, like, continue foster those relationships, and, um, you know, like, we get to talk about Jesus, like, we talk about Jesus a lot, because, you know, that's what you do when you have super cool Christian mm-hmm. friends who want to talk about <laughs> Who want to talk about right. scripture all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with like school and work, it's just really like at work, I get to do schoolwork mm-hmm. because I don't do much as an <laughs> office in front of my church. And so I get like schoolwork done there. I um, always make sure I go to the bed at the same time. So I usually go to bed around midnight every night and then wake up 
eight, seven thirty yeah. every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's guys, it's really good to have a sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. It's you will feel less tired. Yeah. You will be ready for your day and like your body will be like, cool, time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really something that I've learned that is super important throughout your day and you'll feel more well rested and you will be able to wake up earlier in the day to spend time with Jesus to mm-hmm. rest because um, like I have to make time to rest between my classes before going to work before having to do everything I have to do after school because I am heavily involved at school mm-hmm. um, like making sure I get to rest and have rest time with the father and sitting and praying and sometimes like on Saturdays like I'll go on hikes and like through that I'm just like thinking about stuff or I'll go on drives and I'll park in the church parking lot and just cry to Jesus because you're never fully alone in your apartment. Mm. Um, and so, um, yeah. And then with school, like I kind of know about how much I do every day. I make sure to do, I really heavily focus on schoolwork on Saturday and have a Sabbath day on Sunday mm. where I rest, watch TV, mm. do whatever. Friday nights are my, um, movie and baking nights and that's another night to rest and just you know chill out and then sometimes afterwards I go on a drive and hang out with Jesus Mm -hmm. um so it's really just like having to like just put Jesus everywhere in your routine Mm -hmm. um like I'll be walking to class or driving to class and I'm like oh god you did such a good job (laughs) with the clouds today like they're just like they're just beautiful and that's actually a spiritual discipline like we learned um in the good and beautiful god mm-hmm. series it's like 10 out of 10 recommended by the mm-hmm. way um but it's like a spiritual discipline to like lurk at nature and like worship the lord through that mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of like constantly like think about jesus throughout your day i know it's so cliche yeah um but like you know we are told to pray without ceasing in the bible mm-hmm. um and that doesn't mean that we have to constantly be sitting there like dear god I am currently on my way to class. <laughs> no, like, like, we're not created to act like yeah. that. So, like, on your way to class or, like, in the hallway during high school, like, walking to class, like, shoot, look around <laughs> you. Look at the people around you. Think about, like, just, like, what the Lord is doing in your life right now. Like, take that time to, like, sit and rest with God. Like, sitting in class, waiting for class to start. If you're feeling anxious before a Zoom class, because I get it. I hate Zoom mm. classes. And sometimes I've got my camera mm. on. And I have ADHD, so I can't <laughs> sit still. And I know that everyone in my classroom can see me moving mm. and grooving. Um, but just like sitting there and be like, okay, God, like, it's okay. You got this. We're good. Yeah. We're going to get in class. Um, so I hope that made sense. Yeah. No, it definitely did. The whole sleep schedule part, like, you are definitely <laughs> preaching to me. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I go to bed at about, like, 2.30 from watching Grey's Anatomy every night. And then I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I do not feel like doing anything today. And then that's just another day that goes by without spending time with the Lord. It's like, if I would have went to bed at a decent time and skipped McDreamy and said prayers instead, I'd have been so much more fully rested. And just the whole, like, discipline before devotion Mm -hmm. thing comes into play where it's like sometimes you have to have a schedule before it becomes, like, a routine to you, you know? Yeah. And I was talking about this with my small group, actually, on Thursday. And this girl was like, you eat breakfast every morning and I was like do you not (laughs) like it's the vital part of my routine because if I don't eat like an actual Mm -hmm. breakfast like I'm not gonna sit down with my bible Mm -hmm. open because I'm like I don't got the time um (laughs) yeah you know Mm -hmm. um so yes like having a little bit of routine in your life is good and going to bed at a good time is good um and I get it, college students, we want to hang out until four in the morning. Not saying you can't do that, <laughs> but please make sure you're getting a good amount of rest because it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs> Just take it's our advice. <laughs> I am not a doctor. Um, okay, Jada, did you have any questions that you wanted to ask too? Let's see. I've been writing like, Ever since we started this podcast, I've just been writing stuff down because everything you say is just so amazing, inspiring, and you, you want to keep. I just want to keep listening to you. It's just amazing. <laughs> this should just be your podcast, really. We should just yeah. hand it over. Alan and Snores, take it away. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you for I've always us. wanted a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should be thanking you. We should be thanking you. <laughs> but no, I just like I'm just going to tell you things that I've 
taken in from what you said like um uh you were like let's go and let's grow that was so inspiring to me because you're like you're just giving it all to god and you're just releasing your whole heart body and soul to him and just giving yourself to him and just being like yourself and that's sometimes hard because people put up so many walls and Mm. put walls around their heart and their mind and they're like i if god's knocking i wouldn't be able to hear him and that's i know that's really hard for some people and then how like you were talking about how god is hurting with you some people don't realize that because they're like oh you know god he's already done that he doesn't he doesn't know but he does he experienced it and he's there for you and he's always going to be there for you and when you're hurting he's going to be hurting and some people just didn't know that God is there and he's experiencing everything with you and how you talked about community and how that is so truly important just to talk and let it out. And other people are going to talk and they're going to share their experiences. And you might be like, Oh my goodness, that's what I'm going through. And then y'all connect and bond and God is happy Mm -hmm. and everything's just Mm -hmm. great. And Literally just everything you've said is just amazing. That's all I wanted to say. I love you. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) I told people at the beginning, I was like, if you don't have a notepad and a pen out, what are you doing? Get up, go get it, and then start this podcast. Yep. (laughs) We'll give you a couple minutes. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you have anything else that you want to add, um, kind of just encouraging the AO girls. I know a lot of them have struggled with anxiety, so they're definitely going to love this podcast. And the yeah. call to missions thing, I don't think that's talked about enough um, because I think they're all like normal career path minded. And I don't think missions and long-term missions, like you were saying, like whenever you wrote it down, you have no idea what it was. I didn't know what it was until you knew what yeah. it was. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I don't think enough people talk about it and normalize it. So if there's anything else that you want to kind of like slip in and add before we kind of wrap it up, then this is your time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many more things I wish I could say. Um, but just, I want you guys to, I'm going to say a couple of little different go, go tidbits here. Um, one if you're struggling with anxiety, please, please reach out to someone. Like, let someone know, like, you're not a burden. Mm. It does not burden someone when you tell them that you have anxiety. It actually, like, lifts the burden off of yeah. you. Like, people want yeah. to walk with you. It's actually more of a burden when you don't tell someone who mm-hmm. you have to know. Um, it's a burden on them and it's a burden on you. Mm-hmm. Um, second, like, um, just like the father wants you to talk to him um we actually talked about this um at one of my Wednesday night services a couple of weeks ago um because my pastor's freaking awesome but he was talking about like how God like doesn't get annoyed with us he's not irritated when we're like God I'm scared again like God's (laughs) like okay cool come to me yeah right like come to him with these things so like like talk to someone run to the father like he literally he's like your dad mm. I don't know like all of y'all's relations with your dads obviously but he's a yeah. good dad and he's a dad who wants to protect you and wraps his armor mm. on you um and just hug you and squeeze you and just give you all like the you know kisses <laughs> because he loves you and he wants you safe in his arms like no matter like where you are no matter what you're going through no matter um like what situation you're in whether you have anxiety or whether you don't have anxiety like the father's mm-hmm. there to open up his arms and wrap you in um oh my goodness there was something else (laughs) should we play the jeopardy music now (laughs) 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 oh jada what was the first thing that you said it had to do with that no just kidding i already mentioned it whoops was it community? Haha, <laughs> sorry everyone listening to the podcast. <laughs> I should have a Jeopardy song like on, offhand so I could just easily press play. <laughs> uh, I think I lost it. Ha, that's the um, oh, oh, okay. oh, yes, missions. Yes. Um, yes, if you are more interested in learning about missions, um, Cassidy, I don't know if this is like allowed. But please feel free to reach out to me. I'm actually the director of our missions emphasis mm-hmm. week. So I will be connected to a bunch of different missions organizations. I've been to a missions conference for a class. 
Um, if you want to like learn more what that looks like, um, what is the best option for missions? Because surprise, surprise, like anything else out there, you can do missions mm-hmm. not in a good mm-hmm. way. Um, so like, what does it look like to do missions well? Or if you're just interested in like talking to people from different mm-hmm. cultures, um, I'm currently learning about that. No, I'm not an expert on any of this. <laughs> all the Holy Spirit talking throughout this whole thing. I'm not an expert on anything, but I'm very passionate about missions. I'm very excited about it. So, like, if you want to learn more about missions, feel free to um, go through Cassidy to get to mm-hmm. me or Dude, Jada. Dude, your Instagram will be linked everywhere. We kind of, like, overlink it. So, it's going to be in the <laughs> description box down here on Instagram. Everywhere. Tag you in all the pictures. Literally, overly tag you. So, if you really wanted to find her, you're going to find her whether or not you want to, really or not. Like, you're just going to see her anyway. Yeah, you'll get to, you can see me and my bees. Yo, yes. Her stories, oh, y'all are in for a treat. The little bees are so cute. Um, my friend made me, oh my gosh, my, sorry, this is so off topic, but my friend literally, like, I was running out of bee posts, and he was like, Madeline, so you're running out of bee posts, so I made you a bee. And he made me a pee, bee out of, like, clay, <gasps> like, pottery, and painted oh. it. And then he he made me like a little honey pot mug that has like a bee on the inside at the bottom of the mug. What? (laughs) Why haven't the story seen this? (laughs) I don't know. Maddie also Maddie Walker also painted me some bees. Okay, well we need to see these. Why? Okay, we're waiting. The stories have been put on hold. We are currently on hold. (laughs) (laughs) But literally, oh, they're so cute. I wanted to. Yeah. So if y'all follow her on Instagram, you're gonna see stories of bees all the time but they're so so cute and you'll also see just her whole entire spirit and soul on her instagram and you can support her missions (laughs) i think are we still taking are you still taking like fundraising for your mission trip yeah i'm actually halfway to my goal (gasps) officially which is super exciting um i sent out more support letters this week where i actually have to call them because i forgot to put in the thing that tells you how to actually Mm -hmm. donate um (laughs) so i have to call 16 oh fun but yeah that um, I mean, you don't have to, like, please don't feel obligated because we don't know each other, but my link is in, um, for my giving donation tab is the link in my link bio. In bio. Plug, plug, plug. Yes. Um, yes, 100%. <laughs> if you feel led or if you just want to give and kind of just be the hands of you of Jesus this month, then I highly recommend, and it's going to a great cause, and it's not some, like, shady junk or anything. We've looked yeah. into Madeline. We've been studying her for years. She's legit. <laughs> yeah. She's a real person. She's really going overseas on a missions trip. It's it's really it's happening. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not nope. a robot. I'm not artificial nope. intelligence. It's all going towards that. She's not going to go buy, like, a McDonald's burger or anything. Like, it's all towards missions She's trip. not going to like. <laughs> She's not gonna go. No, no. Macedonia, Macedonia is a real place. It's you can look on a map. I know it's hard. I haven't looked at a map since high school either, but y'all can find it. It's real. It's legit. It's very tiny. Um. Okay. Your blog post on your testimony since March is Testimony Month. Whoop whoop. Um. Your testimony Mm -hmm. blog is coming out. I think this Wednesday. Am I wrong? Uh, I don't I don't have my calendar offhand. I think it's I think this it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Okay, if it's not, then just say your prayers. It's coming out the next week. But I'm pretty sure it's this Wednesday, and we're super pumped to have her on the blog. Like yeah. I said, she's going to be tagged everywhere, so you're not going to miss it. Um, if y'all had any questions, like Madeline kind of already said, um, you can DM her, DM us. If you can't somehow find her Instagram or whatever that you need to contact her, we will give that to you. And yeah, we absolutely loved having you on the blog. This yes. was such a fun blog. I feel like you're just like a best friend and we're just on a phone call. Like it wasn't yeah. even a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, this is basically the sleepover podcast where we give Madeline our podcast. Um, this is just awesome and we absolutely loved your testimony and just hearing your heart on everything and yeah we can't wait to possibly have you back in the future too well thank you for having me yes okay well we wrap this episode up by just talking to madeline's story and everything um and all the things talking about and call the missions everything like stated earlier if you want to find her on instagram her instagram will be linked down below in the description box below and we'll see y'all in two weeks peace out